0: Welcome to Inspired with me, your host, Allison Marchetti. I am so glad you're here. Inspired is a podcast and a community just for moms in midlife. Join me as I take you behind the highlight reel of experts, of moms, of guests, to share inspiring and actionable tips, to share real stories and tools, to help you feel less alone and to feel your absolute best in midlife. On this podcast, I will encourage you to rethink what midlife means to you. We give ourselves permission here to go for our dreams, to find meaning, to lean into what feels good, to pivot in life, change our minds, heal, and be imperfect. Get ready to hear inspiring conversations about women and moms leaning into meaning and purpose in every aspect of midlife. Each week's episode is meant to empower you and help midlife moms just like us Figure out next steps in all aspects of our life and to create a beautiful midlife. I'm a former trial lawyer turned midlife mentor and advocate, and I am on a mission to redefine midlife as the amazing opportunity that it is. I am so glad that you're here. Now, let's get inspired. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am sitting in my office while I'm recording this and the sun is finally out in Chicago. (laughs) It just makes such a difference. The winters can just be so gray and it really can start affecting my mood. I don't know if you're the same way, but when the sun is out, it just makes such a difference. So for our episode today, it is a really great episode that takes a lot of twists and turns. So at the beginning of the episode, we talk a lot about our guest's parenting journey and we talk a lot about how important it is to be your child's number one advocate and how we as parents sometimes feel a little insecure about it, but to remind ourselves that we know our children best. We also talk about how she started this beautiful, amazing business from square one and what that looked like for her. And the process. And throughout it, we talk about different tips and tools that each of us can use in our lives and in parenting. We talk about gratitude. We talk about not feeling good enough. We talk about how important it is to feel proud of yourself as moms, which, if you're anything like me, sometimes we don't even think about that. We're so quick to celebrate our kids or our friends and the things that they're doing or their achievements. But how often do we actually take a minute to feel proud of ourselves? So this episode takes a lot of twists and turns. I think you're really going to enjoy it. You're going to love our guest. She's very open. She's very honest. She's so authentic and so relatable. Oh, and before we get into the podcast, I wanted to let you guys know about a really special event that I'm having just for moms. I've been wanting to do this for years and years and years. So many of my friends know, I've talked about this, like having this beautiful event just for moms forever. So this is the year and I'm doing it and I'm so excited about it and I really want you to be there. It is going to be a really unique event because there's going to be three parts to it. Number one, there's going to be mom-owned businesses. So moms supporting moms, they're going to be showcasing their products. You know, you can talk to them, you can connect with them. Other mom-owned businesses can connect with other moms that own businesses. It's going to be beautiful. And who doesn't love to shop, right? (laughs) The second part is it's going to be a learning section. So we're going to have some speakers on parenting and they're going to give us some tips. And also we're going to have some speakers on just motherhood. I'm going to speak. I'm really, really excited about this workshop portion that I'm going to speak on. I love speaking. I love connecting with other moms. It's going to be really great. And the third part that I'm so, so excited about is, is the give portion. So we are going to be giving profits from the event to an incredible charity that's doing really, really beautiful, amazing things for kids. So this event is going to be really unique, really special. I really want you to be a part of it. If you're a mom, sign up. You can find, you can find all the details on my Instagram. It's just at I would love for you to attend. If you're a mom, if you have a business and you're a mom, send me a message. I'd love for you to be involved. If you want to sponsor the event, if you want to speak at the event. If you want to volunteer and help out at the event, I just really want this to be a beautiful space for moms to come together and connect and remember how amazing we all are, to feel leaving renewed and inspired. I am also so excited for you guys to listen to this interview with the amazing Brittany of Lady Bird Blooms Flowers. Let's dive in. I'm like
1: an eleven and a half half-year-old and then I'll have a two-year-old next month and we homeschool. So. Wow. We're busy around here. We get a lot done during nap time. So,
0: wow, that's me. <laughs> well, happy birthday to your son! Thank you. He's definitely I hope to be that a great day. Sagittarius I mean, five. My hat is off to you that you homeschool. I always think that that's such a brave choice as far as parenting and the school dynamic because it's a lot, right? I mean, they're home all
1: the time with you then it is a lot, but with, so I always tell people because they're like, I can't believe you're doing that. And my thought with that is I did not choose the homeschool life. The homeschool life chose me. Um, My older son, he has severe ADHD and some learning disabilities. And though, you know, my son just struggled a lot coming back to a public school setting and having to sit still after COVID whenever like they ever allotted breaks and stuff like that. So, you know, he's able to get the support at home and we also get outside services. So I didn't choose the life, but I think that that's what us as moms do is mm-hmm. that is the sacrifice. And I know I will... I've already blinked twice and my son's, you know, towering over me. He's 14 years old and you know, it is what it is. And we do what we have to do for our kids. And I, it gets tough sometimes because he is 14 and we have attitudes and I, by no means am a perfect mom. And so Riker and I, we can bicker a little bit and, we get frustrated but we always try to circle back and I always try to say I'm sorry sorry for lashing out at you but um yeah it's it's interesting I love that I love that you shared that with
0: us and I want to acknowledge that that probably did have to be a really hard decision and mm-hmm. I also wanted to acknowledge that it's so hard when our kids are struggling with something mm-hmm. you know it, it's-, it's not the life that we would choose for them we always want to like protect them and give them mm-hmm. this, like, Perfect life without any pain, and it can mm-hmm. be really hard as a parent, like watching our kids go through that. But mm-hmm. I think it's amazing that you've made these decisions to best support him and to best support your family and to do what's works for you. I think that's the beautiful thing about all mm-hmm. of about being a mom. So many times we feel like there's a certain way that we have to do it, but there's mm-hmm. not. And I love that you're like creating your own path and charting your own path and kind of making your own rules because what an incredibly positive message that has to be sending to your kids.
1: Your, your children might be the same way. You can teach one, one thing, one way. And then that's like, uh, like word salad to them, you know? So I've definitely had to learn different ways to say and do things for each child to homeschool them because at a public school, you know, some of those, like most kids can learn quote unquote normal way. And my son does not have a quote unquote normal way of learning. So we definitely learn. And there's sometimes where I'm like, why don't you get this? And then I have to like take a moment, YouTube University to try to figure out a new way to learn something and go back and then he gets it. So we're always constantly learning over here. Constant well, look how amazing Algebra. that is
0: that you actually like take the time and you're like, I'm going to look something else up to best support you Mm -hmm. and to best support me. Again, I think that these are invaluable lessons that your kids are learning, that they're Mm -hmm. learning that it's okay that you don't learn this certain prescriptive way. I mean, we don't need to get into all of this, but the school system in general is very archaic, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it definitely caters to one sort of child and one sort of student, and if you don't test well, and if you don't learn in a Mm -hmm. certain way, if you don't sit down, I know when I was younger, had there been this knowledge about ADD and ADHD, Mm -hmm. I guarantee you, I would have been diagnosed and I would have been put on something. I remember many times in school that I would be concentrating so hard, trying to pay attention. I would end up getting yelled at by the teacher because I was standing at my desk. And I mm-hmm. didn't even realize I was doing it. Mm-hmm. So I would be standing up trying to concentrate and the teacher would say, "Allison, if I have to tell you one more time to sit down and then I would feel so much shame. I would feel mm-hmm. so bad. I'd be so embarrassed that I would, mm-hmm. I, And again, it was uncontrollable. I would just be standing at my desk. And then I remember some kids started turning my chair around because I never was sitting. And then I was so embarrassed about that. Mm-hmm. And Same with what you're saying. It was a process, and I kind of just figured out ways to learn differently that worked for me. And Mm -hmm. I love that you're giving your kids that gift now, right? Mm -hmm. Because I didn't know any better at the time. Like we've come so far. We've come so far. The school system still, and and they're doing the best that they can with Mm -hmm. what they have.
1: Can work for one kid and for a lot of kids, but you know, some kids it just doesn't work, and that's okay because and you might lead into this because a lot of us do end up saying this, but some of the most brilliant minds don't think normal. They're the ones being out of the box and standing up and doing all of these things. So
0: absolutely. agree. So when did your son get diagnosed? Like what were the signs?
1: (sighs) That is a whole, (laughs) I feel like right. My, both my children's uh, education has just been an ongoing thing. And I am definitely that, um, that mom, the therapy mom, and I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's being an advocate for your child and if mm-hmm. a lot of people, and this goes into the medical system too, but like, you know, your child and yes. I can't tell you how many times, and I don't want to get too into the public school because sometimes it's so amazing for some kids, but, um, for some times they want to oh, well, they want to put your child in a certain box of being on the spectrum or they need to be into this multi-needs program because they can't sit down or whatever. Um, But it was really hard because I remember going through COVID and um, just work was kind of off. So I was like, I was kind of coming up with my own um, lessons for the boys during COVID and Riker Mm. was doing certain math skills and then whenever he would go back it wasn't the same we were not lining up with lessons with the school and um they wanted to keep moving him for what they thought was best for him and I remember just sitting at the table crying because I'm like I don't want to do this like I don't want to pull my kid out um but this is going to give him the best education now um do I, I miss having, and this was before the baby was born too. So like I was giving up all of my free time for him. And yes. my life was going to like, kind of go like, you know, revolve around him and homeschooling him and taking him to his therapy. But then I was like, Th- these are our children and mm-hmm. I'm going to give him the best shot at life as I can. I wasn't, I grew up in a household where, um, uh, I was with my dad for the most part of my childhood. And he was a terrible father, like, uh, lots of alcohol abuse and everything in that home. So I didn't have that support system. Mm -hmm. Um, so I didn't want to do that for my kid. I wanted to give him every opportunity that I didn't have. And like, we will all say as moms, we're blinking once, twice, you're 14 years old. I'm going to blink one more time and he's going to be driving and it's going to be gone before we know it. And me homeschooling is just a small fragment of my life. So Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I look at it. It's, it is what it is. It's my kid. Like what other option do I have? So that's my little tangent on that.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you for sharing that. I I was actually like tearing up when you were saying it, because I can relate. I think that when our kids are struggling with something, it's heartbreaking you know and Mm -hmm. then you second guess yourself like is this the right decision isn't this the right decision and the fact that you took something painful in your own childhood and you made a different choice I think is Mm -hmm. really really beautiful too because it is a choice right Mm -hmm. you know there are some that maybe would have a similar situation to you but not have that awareness to make a different choice and to realize that there's a different way so I just wanted to take a minute and hopefully, you're really proud of yourself because you're a really I, great. Mom. I am <laughs> good. I mean, all yeah. these things that you just said—the fact that you made this hard decision—you know—that was maybe not as mainstream, but did what's right for your kids mm-hmm. and what's right for your family—is really beautiful.
1: Thank you. Thank you're you. Welcome. Yeah, it's definitely like there's times where I want him to go to dances or whatever, but we will, we're just doing what we have to do as parents. I know we're all, each parent is all on their own journey of what they need to do. And that's what we're doing and that's all you can do. So absolutely. Thank you.
0: And it's an evolution, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, with all of our kids, just like how you said before, all of our kids are different. So what one kid may want or need is different than your other child. And mm-hmm. one thing may be working. I don't know about you, but it's like, I think that I'm at a good place with my kids. And then mm-hmm. one of them like grows a little bit and I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> and yeah. we're kind of like starting mm-hmm. backwards almost. But I think that's part of it. You know, kids move forward and then they go backwards. And then they go sideways. And then mm-hmm. they go, you know, so just to be open to all of that, I think is a real gift that we can give our kids mm-hmm. too.
1: I know what it means to have a child that doesn't fit in a particular box and to receive services and to get them therapy and to be your child. It's like biggest advocate. I know about all the therapies. I know about um, fighting for your child because if you believe something about your child, um, either it is or isn't what the school system wants to say or what someone else wants to say, like, you know, you need to fight for them and like their services. So.
0: I love that you brought that up. You know, yeah. I have someone close to me too that is struggling with this, and she's had to advocate for her son many times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it can be really hard. Because oh, it's very. You walk hard. into this room, it's very intimidating. There's all these quote unquote experts and professionals mm-hmm. that claim to know your child better than you do. Mm-hmm. And for you to remember that you know your child best. That you are the best advocate for your child. It's a really, really important message for everybody to hear. You know, yes. it, go, it crosses all lines. You know, if you're at the doctor's office, if you're at, you know, if your kids are doing any sort of activities, if it's in school, if it's with your kids' teachers, if it's with, you know, administrators of your kids' school, if it's with occupational therapists or any of these things. At the end mm-hmm. of the day, they have knowledge, but it's not as personalized to your child, like you mm-hmm. know your child best as a mom. And I think that's a great reminder for every single one of us, just to tap mm-hmm. back in to the, to yourself, you know, cause it can get emotional. It can get heated at times. It can get mm-hmm. really stressful and just give yourself a minute to say, okay, wait, I'm going to take a beat and I'm going to tap back in and refocus on what's best for my family and my child. I think that's a really, really great message for everybody. Cause at the mm-hmm. end of the day, that is we're their advocate. Mm -hmm. We shouldn't be afraid to be their advocate and we shouldn't feel bad about being their advocate.
1: I think what you just said, not don't feel bad Mm -hmm. because homeschooling, I, I didn't choose that life and I would love my child to be normal and have the relationships, but, um, this is just a chapter in like our children's life. Mm -hmm. We do our best. And, you know, I get a lot of my, um, floral work done during baby nap time. So there's so many times where the boys will just come hang out in my little studio while they're doing work. So they can ask me questions while we're getting all of that done. So we kind of make it easy. And you know, if I need a break, you get a break. So, so what
0: led you to start your business?
1: Um, so I've always been that friend, you know, if they were hosting or my girlfriends that were getting married, I would be the one that they'd be like, Brittany, I need help with getting my flowers done. Can you fix this? Um, I always would go all out for mother's day or any chance I got to host. Um, One of my last jobs that I had was teaching workshops, totally different than what I'm doing now. But part of me setting up the workshops is I loved having like, I couldn't just have like, the supplies of the workshop. I wanted to do the table runner and to add some flowers. I wanted it to be an experience Mm -hmm. because that gave me joy. Mm -hmm. And I loved seeing people love my flowers and I'm all about intentional practice because I was like, Oh, I'm not going to do my flower business yet. Cause I always thought I needed to have X amount of money or Know these certain people, or I just didn't think I was good enough to do it yet. Mm-hmm. So I was always doing intentional practicing, and I was doing little things to go towards my goals. Mm-hmm. But what really kind of um, I the trauma. So I had a miscarriage at fourteen weeks uh, last uh, March, and. As a way to kind of distract myself, my husband's like, I can offer this much for you to start a business. And I sat with him and I'm so thankful that he was able to do that for me, for us. Mm-hmm. And I was, I looked at him, I was like, if I do this, I'm going to do everything I can for the next two years, say a lot of yeses to, you know, get the business out there And just do everything I could. And this was like the new baby. It was a huge distraction. And it really helped me cope with what I was going through because there wasn't, there's no way to cope through what, what we were going through as a loss with a family. Mm -hmm. So that was kind of a big distraction, which led into something absolutely beautiful and the community that I'm, or I like to say quickly building mm-hmm. has just, I have no words with how positive people are loving ladybird blooms and what we have to offer. And I'm just so thankful about it. I love flowers and it's always been in my head. Thank, Thank you.
0: you for sharing that. You know, you took something that was really painful and you've literally started creating beauty out of it mm-hmm. with these flowers and Thank you. then you are sharing that and creating more joy and creating more beauty for other people. So it's really it's, beautiful.
1: It's been absolutely amazing. L- losing um, the baby was absolutely heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. But with that, I have learned to see beauty in so many different ways. And like Seeing a dad buy flowers for his little girl is the sweetest thing. And I'm a part of that. And if this super tragic event didn't happen, I wouldn't be where I am now. Life, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm a soul believer of things happen for a reason. Mm -hmm. You may not like that reason at that moment, but there's always a reason for what you're going through.
0: I, I feel like I'm just in awe. Of everything that you just said and of everything that you're sharing because that's so hard what you Mm -hmm. went through and the fact that instead of being stuck and staying stuck, which would have completely been okay, Mm -hmm. that you decided to move forward and turn it into something really amazing and to look for the good. That's just so powerful. As women, we can have times in our lives where we just feel really stuck. And one of the things we can do to get unstuck is just what you did. We make a plan, focus on something positive, and move forward. When we're stuck in an emotion, when we're stuck in a feeling, when we're just feeling stuck, it can be really, really helpful to have action steps to move forward. And you just gave us a beautiful example of that. You acknowledged that it was really hard and you were upset and emotional about it. And you also allowed yourself to take action steps forward to heal and to create something really beautiful out of something really painful. Going along the same track, you had made a post about how you felt like you're not enough. And I think that that's so common. I think so many of us feel like that. And I think that's what's so challenging about social media. And it's so normal to compare yourself to others, right? Mm -hmm. But what I wanted to point out is you gave all of us a really great practice. It's normal to feel not good enough. And when we are feeling not good enough to come back to everything that we have and just to list that off and remind ourselves of that. Gratitude is such an important practice and it's so easy and every single one of us can do it. It's one of those ways that we can instantly hack happiness when we go back to and really think and feel into a situation in the past that we were really, really grateful for. A gratitude practice can be journaling. You can list out things that you're grateful for. I know for me, before I go to sleep at night, I like to go through at least two things that were really, really good that happened that day that I'm grateful for. I recently had an expert in brain health that I interviewed for the podcast and she shared that on brain scans, you can actually see our brains light up when we tune into gratitude and it shifts us out of more of a negative space to a really positive place. So I really want to thank you for sharing that. So many times as moms, we don't give ourselves enough credit for all mm-hmm. the things that we're doing, you know, whether it be in business or whether it be in parenting, we do so many things every single day. And so often we don't even, we, we discount them, you know? Mm-hmm. But there's so many things that we do every day. And for Mm -hmm. us to stop and pat ourselves on the back and say, you know what? I'm actually doing a really great job. Like I loved bringing it full circle in the beginning of the conversation, how you said, I am proud of myself, you know, Mm -hmm. for being, for how great of a mom you are. I think that that's a really great practice that all of us can get into too, is to just take minutes during the day, take a pause and remind ourselves that we are extraordinary. You know, we're doing amazing jobs. And there are so many things to be proud of ourselves for. As moms, we are doing so much every single day. And some of it's visible and some of it's not. Some of it's that invisible mental load that we're always carrying as moms too. And to just acknowledge that and be proud of that.
1: I think especially as women in today's society that if you're, I don't want to say braggadocious because there's Mm -hmm. some things I don't, like I kind of like to keep to myself. But there are some times where, girl, you did that. Like, you need to be absolutely proud of yourself. I think every woman needs to take a step back. I clean the whole house. You know what I mean? Like, be proud of that. I feel like today's society could be, I I don't want to say brag, but it's like, you can absolutely be proud of yourself and do what makes you happy. I will say with my miscarriage, and I use it constantly anytime I talk to people, life is way too short to not like for me with flowers. I always say life's too short to not have pretty flowers around life's too short to not learn something. I I always try to learn something new every day and it's always the most random facts. I'm surrounded by boys. They tell me the most (laughs) random things, but I learn something new every day or I just feel like we need to be proud of ourselves. And even if it's just getting through the day, You did that and you should be absolutely proud of yourself and women need to be more proud because guys can do the same thing and they're not called anything else. Shake your shoulders and you did it.
0: (laughs) I think so too. Why is it a bad thing for any woman to be high on themselves, to think that Mm -hmm. they're great, to be proud of themselves and everything that they're doing in their family, in their work life? I agree with you. Sometimes as women, we're kind of stuck in this like impossible situation where it's like you... You want to be good and you want to be achieving and you want to be successful, but yet you, you don't really feel like you should talk about it, but yet you do want to talk about it, but yet Mm -hmm. you don't, because you don't want people to necessarily judge you or think Mm -hmm. of you in a negative way. But I would like to challenge all of us Mm -hmm. to instead start praising each other and start praising ourselves. Mm -hmm. More consistently. I love it. And you're right. I feel like guys would have no issue with that. And I think that for women, for us to all take a step back, to be really proud of ourselves, Mm -hmm. to be really proud of our sisters Mm -hmm. in womanhood, I Mm -hmm. think is a really beautiful thing that we all could start doing. Because at the end of the day, we're all on the same team and we all have gifts. We all have talents. Every single one of us, we have strengths. We have things that we're really good at. And when we lean into those things, we can feel really proud of ourselves. I found in talking to so many women that when we lean into our strengths, what we're
1: good at, what lights us up, that's where the magic is. I'm reminded people want your style. And then whenever I take a step back and do what works for me and is my style, it's gorgeous.
0: You're giving everyone permission to lean into themselves mm-hmm. and to lean into what makes them themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, there's that quote that says, um be a first rate version of yourself not a second rate version of someone else like mm-hmm. we each are unique we mm-hmm. each have gifts we each have talents we each have value and when we lean into those things instead of focusing on what everybody else is doing that's where the magic happens mm-hmm. And I love that you pointed that out to everybody, because again, sometimes it can be really hard. It can be really hard not to compare ourselves. It can be really hard to think like, well, maybe I should be doing what she's doing or what he's doing. Mm -hmm. But the fact that along your evolution, you've continued down this path of, you know what, I'm just going to keep being me. And actually it's really, really working. And you're already seeing the benefits of just Mm -hmm. being yourself. I think it's like a permission slip for everybody Mm -hmm. to just be themselves. Just be yourself yep. with all of it and to trust yourself. And I love too, that you weren't afraid to start small. That's what you mm-hmm. were saying too. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes I think when people want to start anything, if they want to start a goal or if they want to start a business or if they want to go for a dream their our minds start making up all of these excuses. Like, well, I need to have the perfect mm-hmm. space or I need mm-hmm. to have this all in order, or I need to have this, or I need to have this And our, because our minds want to keep us safe mm-hmm. and because we're afraid.
1: You know, because mm-hmm. our
0: minds want to keep us in the comfort zone that we've always been in, even though we're, even if we're not necessarily happy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, how did you push past that? Because it seems like you had that too. You had all of these like little thoughts of fear popping up in your mind, like why maybe it wasn't a good idea. And mm-hmm. obviously, you had, you know, you were dealing with grief and all of that at the same time too. So, how did you push past that?
1: Get comfortable being uncomfortable. I kept putting myself in uncomfortable situations, and e- with each situation, I grew from it, or I had a great time. And with this business, I always thought, oh well, I don't have a college degree. I've just been just been a stay-at-home mom for ten years. I didn't think I I didn't think I brought anything to the table.
0: I want to thank you for sharing that. I think that so many moms are going to be able to relate to that. Like, what do I bring to the table? Especially if we are a stay-at-home mom. We lose sight of all of our talents and strengths and everything that we're good at. But each of us have these things. We're moms. We're amazing. Sometimes we just need to be reminded. Do you have any other tips that you could share for a mom that wants to make a change go for a dream, start a business, write a book, anything like that. You have
1: to have your vision and stick with that vision. I love that. That would be such
0: a great exercise for each and every one of us to ask ourselves, what's our vision? What do we want our lives to look like in five years, in 10 years? How do we want to feel? And start stepping into that life now in these tiny little moments. Carve out little moments during your day to craft that vision and allow yourself to dream big. And then break it down into a tiny step and get started and move forward just like you did.
1: You have a dream or if you just want to do something, go for it. You will find a way to do it. And who knows if you share your dream with someone, they might give you the opportunity to help you reach those goals. I remember when I did my LLC and I started applying for all of my business things Mm -hmm. Um, I was on a Facebook mom group and someone recommended me to do like flowers. And Mm -hmm. I did that for mother's day weekend and I sold out. I was like, what? And it was just having that one chance and putting yourself out there, being comfortable, being uncomfortable, age doesn't matter. Just being a stay at home mom does not matter. Like Us mom, moms and women, we have a lot of drive. And if we want to do something, we're going to do it. Absolutely.
0: I love that you listen to that little whisper inside of yourself, because again, a lot of times people don't know what their next steps are. And I think Mm. that's a great piece of advice, to get still, to get quiet, and to listen to that little whisper inside of ourselves. And again, your mind's going to come up with all these reasons why it won't be a good idea. Like, oh gosh, but I don't have that degree. I don't actually have any background in being a florist. I I don't have any background in running a business. Mm -hmm. But to be able to push past that and to come back to what you just said, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. The other thing I wanted to highlight too is that you needed to take that step of courage and it's been said that we only need 20 seconds of courage. So be brave for 20 seconds and make the post. Be brave for 20 seconds and put your running shoes on. Be brave for 20 seconds and call someone and have that difficult conversation. Be brave for 20 seconds and make that appointment or start that business or post what you wanna post, write what you wanna write. Because when we are courageous like that, we are taking action. And when we take action, we get clarity on our next steps. So I love that you pointed that out. The other thing that you made me think of when you were speaking, there's a book out there and it's the top regrets of the dying. One of the top regrets is that you didn't go for it. Mm -hmm. You had a dream in your heart, even if it was tiny. And even if you thought, oh my gosh, this is so silly. And the people that were dying on their deathbeds, that was one of their biggest regrets is that I didn't go for it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, what could I have been, what could I have done, you know, even to make just the smallest positive impact, there are these mm-hmm. ripple effects. So, you know, yours is flowers. So you're giving flowers to somebody and that's bringing joy to their family or to them. And then they're passing that along because they're feeling happier. I mean, it's really, really beautiful. A stay-at-home mom is like such a hard job. I mean, I, I remember that Oprah put mm-hmm. something together and actually oh. added it up. All of the invisible work that mothers do, mm-hmm. and it's like hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yeah. Yes. So, it's incredible. And I hope that a takeaway that people get from this is you don't have to have a degree in business. Mm-hmm. You don't have to have um, a certification to start these things just like you did. Mm-hmm. You weren't afraid to start small. I love that fellow moms were the ones that kind of like, encouraged you to do it. Mm-hmm. And it was on mother's day. I think mm-hmm. it's like a sign and really, really special yes. too. Yes. And that that kind of was the catalyst to everything. Mm-hmm. So your name is really unique of the business. So how did you come up with that? I love it.
1: So I did not come up with it. Okay. So my husband, his nickname for me is lady bird. And oh. so <laughs> Um, so sweet. And we were trying to apply for my LLC. Cause I think I threw out like blooms by B or something not super creative. Yeah. And of course it was taken and we were sitting there trying to figure out, um, a good, meaningful, catchy name. And Kyle's like, what about ladybird blooms? And, Um, I think I mentioned before my, my mom lives with us and cause we were all trying to come up and like, we all kind of like looked at each other, like all like connected eyes and we're like, that's really cute. Like it sounds really good. It is perfect. It's ladybird blooms. My husband gets a hundred percent of the credit and, um, yeah, it's super cute. And he calls me ladybird all the time. I love that.
0: And I love that this is kind of like a family thing. I love Mm -hmm. that you were saying like your boys are involved, your husband's involved, your mom's involved. Mm -hmm. Like that's really special too. Like for everybody to to be along on this journey with you, Mm -hmm. I think is really, really neat too. If a mom has a dream and she like wants to start a business, right? Like what would your best piece of advice be for them? Like, is there anything that you wish that you had known? I mean, I love the advice that you said about be comfortable with being uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. but is there anything else like you think would help someone if they're in a position where they're like, okay, this is something that I really want to do. It's been on my heart,
1: but I'm scared. I don't know if it's the right thing. I think I would say if not now, when, you know, um, like I said, I've always had flowers dancing in my mind and doing events my whole life. I remember I would go over to my mama's house and that was my job is to set up the tables, do all of that. So this has always been something I've been really into. I can't tell you how many other jobs I've had in my life, real estate, real, t- um, uh, retail, I've done. I hosted workshops. I worked after school. I've done them all. I worked an office job. I I was in the military. We've done all of the things. Wow! And I feel like I am in my right path because this is just working. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, and maybe you can totally agree too. Whenever you first started your um, podcasts, Mm -hmm. it's. So natural coming. Mm-hmm. Normally, I wouldn't want to deal with technology. Mm-hmm. Normally, I wouldn't chase after this or that. But with this, because it is my dream and it is something I want, so I don't need this job, but this is my dream and this mm-hmm. is something I want so, so bad, it's going to come naturally. And I feel like it has. Mm-hmm. I feel whenever people talk to me, I'm not fumbling in terms of saying the right thing whenever you're working for someone else because I just feel like this has come so naturally and I wish I did start earlier, but I also feel like timing is everything. I don't think I could have done this business four or five years ago when I had debilitating social anxiety I would just like nearly stutter or my words wouldn't come out. And it was a mess. And I feel like there was things I had to learn to get to where I am now to be able to run this business somewhat smoothly. I feel like we're on a dirt road. So there's still some bumps, mm-hmm. like we're still trying to figure this out. But if there is something that you want to do in your life and that is your dream, go for it. And you know you're meant to do it when you're willing to go above and beyond for it. You're willing to make those sacrifices. You're willing to do all of these things. And I feel like all of the women in business and men that they go above and beyond for what their calling is for. Timing is everything and just go for it. Each step will bring you to your where you need to be, I feel like.
0: Absolutely. I, I love all of the things that you just said because, you know, we don't get clarity unless we act. Mm-hmm. You know, so then we can figure out if we like it, if we don't like it. You know, you start with this little whisper and you just move forward on it. You know, so often, I, I know that I'm guilty of this too. It's the overthinking.
1: And mm-hmm.
0: we, you know, by the time I get done with all the overthinking in my mind, I probably could have accomplished like a billion things. <laughs> And instead just move forward with it. Mm -hmm. Just start. Don't be afraid to start small. Don't be afraid to start, even if you don't have the degree Mm -hmm. and just be open to the evolution of all of it. The other thing that I'd like to come back to too is number one, if you're looking for your next steps or your purpose, we talked earlier about sometimes there are little um, lights along the path when we've went through something painful. And mm-hmm. we can turn it into our purpose. You know, some there's that saying, in our mess is our message. So mm-hmm. you've given us that gift. And the other thing that you've said too is to focus on what you're actually good at and what you actually mm-hmm. love. So you always loved flowers. It was something that came natural to you. And ever since you were a child, sometimes we make it so much harder than it needs to be. If it's something that you love, if it's something that you're good at, just move forward with it and see what happens. Yeah. It's okay if it ends up that it didn't all work out because it will, again, lead you then to the next step in the mm-hmm. evolution of all of it. And I love the message too, that you keep saying that life's short, because I think oftentimes we, we know that, and we've heard it so many times we are almost desensitized to it, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, no one is promised tomorrow. No. And we all live like we have a billion years, you know, in front of us <laughs> at the end of this day, no one is promised tomorrow. Mm -hmm. So what are we all waiting for?
1: (laughs) Well, and it's just like, I look at people that are successful and I'm like, this person can make their career out of Instagram or Mm -hmm. this person is making a successful career out of cooking. Like if they can do that, like my brother builds race cars. Like Mm -hmm. if he can do that and you can be successful doesn't really matter. And going kind of back into the very beginning when we're talking about our different minds and the way we're all doing, you were the little girl standing up in the classroom. You're And you look at you now, like you're doing podcasts and you're doing all of these things. And I feel like, we're leaning into what we were as kids, if that makes sense. Absolutely. So, and that's where the success is, is people that are choosing to lean into what they're good at, though it may not be a standard job or you know what I mean? So being uncomfortable, like being comfortable being comfortable and leaning into those things that you want to do that. Up. The other thing I love
0: that you brought up too, is you were talking about social media and you were saying how, you know, you see people that have made whole careers out of being influencers or being chefs mm-hmm. or, you know, all of these things. And I think that's another really, really good point too, because So many times on social media, we can look at social media and feel bad about ourselves and compare Mm -hmm. ourselves in a negative way. But what you just said is really special because you're getting inspired by it. So you're looking at social media and you're saying, if she could do that, I could do that. Mm -hmm. I love that flip on it. So to look at these people and realize we're the same, actually, you know, if Mm -hmm. this woman can do this, if this mom can do this, I could do this too. I could reach that goal. I could go for that dream. I could start that. I could change that. I mean, I love that you pointed that out because we Mm -hmm. live in a really special time. I mean, there are so many resources available, like at our fingertips, Mm -hmm. even how you said you, you made a post in a mom's group and that's kind of how this all took off. That's incredible. I mean, that wasn't available years ago and that we have Mm -hmm. that right now.
1: Oh Yeah. I don't know if I'll ever stop saying thank you. Thank you for supporting my business. I feel every single person that wants me to be a part of their memories, mm-hmm. baby showers, weddings, whatever, just buying a bouquet. I'm a part of like a little sweet moment in their lives. Nice. And I just love that.
0: So if I could like wave a magic wand, like what would you want for your business?
1: Like, where do you see <sighs> I it going? think bigger, more. Um, I think my goal is to have a brick and mortar one day. Love that. I don't want to just be florals. Okay. I want to find a space kind of for florals, but for events and I want my business to maybe my kids will want to work there or be as a part, like I want it to definitely be small business, family owned with all of us working together. That would be the dream.
0: I love that. I'm excited for you too. It's interesting that you were saying how you want to have a space because just Mm -hmm. this morning I was like looking up, like, where can I get like some nice plants and Mm -hmm. flowers and all of that? And it's hard to find that. So Mm -hmm. it's coincidental that you just said that because I seriously was just thinking about that in this area Mm -hmm. and I think it would do amazing. So Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that for you too. And I also love that you kept coming back to that to create something beautiful because that's what you're doing, right? I mean, your bouquets are so unique and they're beautiful. And I love that you kept taking it back to leaning into yourself. Mm -hmm. And you didn't want them to be perfect and you wanted them to be different and you wanted them to be more authentic. And that's what they are. You know, they're unique, just like you are. Mm -hmm. And they're really beautiful. I just want to thank you for everything you're doing and for sharing everything that you've shared. I think that you're an inspiration to a lot of people. Uh Um, You know, you took something that was really difficult and you've made something really beautiful out of it, you know, with your kids and with your business. And I hope that you're really proud of yourself because you are, you're, you're adding beauty to the world. You're adding joy. Every single bouquet you make, you're adding joy to somebody's life. And that's a gift. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. So our closing questions. Oh my goodness. What's your favorite book?
1: So I'm into like, (laughs) I haven't read books in years until probably last year. Uh-huh. And they're more spicy books, but um, I I was thinking about one book. I was looking through my little library. Yeah, it was Kelly Kattron. I think that was her name. Okay. If you have to cry, go outside. Uh-huh. And I remember being in my early 20s reading that. and it definitely set like a good thought in my mind about women in business, be it you're running your own or you're working with someone else. And I just thought it was really good that it's okay to like be frustrated in the situation. Yes. Take a second. It's kind of like what my mom's always said is like, if you're feeling frazzled, whatever, take a second, breathe, walk away from the situation. And then you need to get back to work. I remember reading that and I really resonated with that book. I was like, I need to read that book one more time, but I don't know. I've been reading a lot of spicy books these days. (laughs) I love it. I've been enjoying the spicy books and being a mom around all the boys or whatever. I just like to read my book for a little bit and escape escape the world. And my husband, like he'll see me reading. He's like, oh no. So I'm like, just let me live a little bit. I love that. I love that you Mm -hmm. have that, that you kind of do that. I love a good spicy book and I have my girlfriends and we'll talk about it and we're like, this is ridiculous. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I love that. It's fun. Yes. You know, not all books have to be self-care, self-help. Sometimes you just need to escape, have a good time and read a spicy book. You know, I think so too. I'll find
0: myself falling into that sometimes where Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, if I have this time, I'm going to read something that's going to better me. Right. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to read some, a parenting book, or I'm going to read a self-help book or a personal development book or a business book. Mm -hmm. And I have to remind myself, you know what? Actually reading something just for fun Mm -hmm. is self-care. Yes. So instead of reading a book about self-care, why don't yeah. you just go do something nice for yourself, Allison? Like, read a book is that is yes. entertaining and fun. Yes. And, like,
1: I like I remember, like, because we were kind of talking before this, and I was like, I don't really, and, like, listen to other podcasts. And I'm like, I don't really do self-help anymore. I feel I have other ways of, and reading a interesting book, not on self-help, and yelling at someone in the book, like, girl, you need some therapy. But um, I just... Have a good time, and I feel like self help too. Like what you were saying is, we need an escape, but it's so fun to like read books with like your girlfriends, and we're all hanging out, we're having girl time, and like we're talking about it. And it's just that is self care is hanging out with your girlfriends, talking about a crazy book.
0: Absolutely, I love that. My sister and I will read Mm -hmm. books together often and sing. Like just to be able to talk about the book and be like, oh my gosh, can you believe that happened? Or, oh my gosh, can you believe? Like, I feel like it's really fun. And it is a form of self-care. Just to be with other women and kind of like share about a book or about what we're going through, it can be really helpful.
1: What's your favorite song? Like
0: your feel-good song?
1: I love 90s pop, -hmm. but all 90s music, early 2000s, love all of it, put any of it on, and I'm having a good time. And Ellie Golding. Uh-huh. It's called Army. And she's what? like, I'm standing with my army. And she, she's friends like, supporting her. And recommend listening to it. It's a really good song. She's like, I'm standing with my army and it's girls. So I love that. I've really never
0: good. heard of that before. Yeah. I'll link it in the show Look, notes. It's
1: too. it's really good. Okay. That's great. I love that.
0: I'll link it in the show notes. Um, what does it mean to be a good mom to you?
1: (sighs) Just embracing it.
0: It is what it
1: is. You're doing the best that you can Mm -hmm. and to not judge yourself. I love that. So Once you let go of the judgment on yourself, you can, you'll be fine. You're doing great. So
0: I love that. Just to remind ourselves, we're doing the best that we can.
1: You're okay to be proud of yourself. Yes. You're okay to do what you think is right for your children. Yes. And it might not be the most popular option. Yes. So. Yes.
0: Well, you know what? It, it reminds me of that. We do have a choice, right? So we can choose mm-hmm. to focus on what we did well that day, or we can choose mm-hmm. to focus on what we didn't do well that day. And oftentimes we focus on our missteps and things that we didn't do well, because our brains are kind of programmed to the negative. But to just Mm -hmm. take a minute and even if you feel those thoughts coming up to have an awareness to just, you're almost pressing the pause button in your mind Mm -hmm. and instead flipping it to think about all the things that you did right that day. Um, What is the best advice you've ever gotten?
1: I I think it's what, I don't even know who I heard it from, but it was definitely get comfortable at being uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I don't know who I heard that from. I don't know if I thought it in my head. I don't know where I heard it. I, cause I do listen to a lot of podcasts about, um, business. That's kind of mm-hmm. my, um, but that was one of the best things that I heard was get comfortable at being uncomfortable.
0: Again, it's contrary to how we would normally think to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, but to just pull ourselves back and say, actually, a lot of times mm-hmm. the most growth happens when we're uncomfortable when we're pushing ourselves, you know, Mm -hmm. if we're not growing, it reminds me of plants, actually, you know, if you're not growing Mm -hmm. what's happening, you're, you're dying. Right. Mm -hmm. So to just focus back in on reminding yourself that it's okay, that you are going to be uncomfortable when you're trying anything new you are, you know, in the beginning stages, you're going to, you might be terrible. Yes. Yes. You're going to feel excited in the beginning, and then the excitement's going to wear off and it's going to be really uncomfortable, whether it's starting a new Mm -hmm. habit, whether it's going for a goal, whether it's making a change in your life, whether it's starting a business. Mm -hmm. And in that moment is the moment that you can remind yourself because at the end of the day, we're in charge of our thoughts. Hey, Mm -hmm. I actually planned for this and I actually expected it. I'm going to be comfortable Mm -hmm. in the uncomfortable. If you could go back and tell your
1: younger self, your nine-year-old self, one thing, what would it be? Don't make, my tier, make me tear up. Um, life is really hard for that nine-year-old. Mm-hmm. And it will not get easy for a long time. And you're going to go through a lot of heart, like heartache, a lot of just bullying. And you're going to get through it all. And it's not going to be easy. And it's going to bring you to so much happiness, you know, I joined the military as an escape to get away from like situations that I was in and I met the love of my life. So each heartache, each failure, each, everything brought me to where I am now. And I would just tell her to keep holding on and just keep going because it's going to be, it'll be worth it. So, and it's made me the person that I am now. So just keep going. I would give her the hug and she's going to get through this and she's, she's going to get out. So that's beautiful. Thank you.
0: Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Thank, Thank you for your- this opportunity. So of course I-, I loved having you. I feel like this was such a great conversation. I really appreciate you taking out the time. Cause I know this is really, really busy season for you. So I, I just really appreciate all of the wisdom and your vulnerability and your authenticity. I, I just really appreciate you and I want to thank you. Don't you just love Brittany? I really appreciate how she shared so much with us. She was vulnerable. She was honest. She was authentic. And it was just a really special interview. To see her beautiful, beautiful flowers, you can find her on Instagram. I'll put a link in the show notes below, and you can check her out. I would love to hear your biggest takeaway from the episode. You can connect with me at Allison Marchetti. And here are my takeaways from the episode. Number one, when you're not feeling good enough or a negative thought pops into your head, lean into gratitude. Remember all that you have to be grateful for. It really, really can make a difference. And the key is to feel the gratitude. So you can't just list it off like, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for this, I'm grateful for this. Try to attach it to a specific memory that evokes that really strong feeling that you had, those positive emotions that you had when you were experiencing it. Number two, I loved this message so much. Us as moms do so much every day. There's the physical work that we do and there's also that invisible mental load that so many of us are carrying. So many times we don't even realize how much we're doing. So take some time and be proud of yourself and all that you do. Maybe put a reminder on your phone calendar to remind yourself to be proud of yourself. Get into a practice of celebrating yourself and all that you're doing. You're a great mom. Number three, life is short. Go for it. Go for that goal. Sign up for that race. Start that business. Go for that dream. Make that change. Life is short. Number four, push past fear and remember fear is not a fact it's just a feeling and feelings come and go so push past that fear by accepting that you're going to be uncomfortable in any new situation so as britney said get comfortable in being uncomfortable to make positive changes in your life number five craft a vision for your life i love that britney brought that up to have a vision for your life so many times in midlife we kind of lose that And we don't have this vision of what we want our lives to look like, what we want our future to look like, and what steps we can take to get there. So maybe take some time this week and sit down and actually craft a vision for yourself. What do you want your life to look like? What do you want to feel like? What do you want to be doing? Who do you want in your life? Get really clear on it and start taking positive, inspired action to make those dreams a reality. I want to thank you guys for being here. I know there are so many things that you could do with your time. I want to thank you for all of the kind messages that you've sent me. I want to thank you for sharing these podcasts on your social media. I want to thank you for the beautiful reviews that you've left for the podcast. I really appreciate all of it. I am overwhelmed by the support and by the kindness of this community. It's really, really something special that we've created together, and I'm really thankful that you're a part of it. If you want more information on this really, really special event that I'm having that I really want each and every mom to be a part of, you can visit my Instagram page. It's just at Allison Marchetti and there'll be more details there. Thank you for being here and I will be back next Tuesday with another really great episode from a really inspiring mom.